Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of Big Bets uh, here on VSIN, of course, the sports betting network. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Drop my pen. Frank Schwab is going to join the program here in a second, but, and we're also going to have uh, Tim Brando on later on this hour to talk all things college football. Can't wait to break that down with Tim. We did want to give out a pro tip here for hour number one, and it's something that I know a lot of times betters don't want to play the smaller favorites because they go, well, what's the, where's the value in that, right? Well, sometimes the value is in cashing that ticket. Yep. So, like, you look at the MVP odds, and, again, we specify this. This is, again, barring injury. We, cannot, we can't tell you if somebody's going to get hurt or not. But the way things are right now, when you look at these shortest odds – and I know a lot of people, myself included, think that Burrow could be live at 6-1. to one. Amal, you think sometimes, don't get infatuated with those longer numbers. The value still is plus money for Patrick Mahomes, plus money for Jalen Hurts. And by the way, it was minus money a week ago for Mahomes. So that swung because of the Burrow win, the Cincinnati win, over Mahomes. So even though it might not be the way you want to play, you want to get that sexy long shot win – Sometimes you can be burning money when really the value is still in that plus money for the short favorites. Yeah, no question about it. And look, I, I get Burrow is a guy that the market has a th- the third favorite. But to me, statistically, he's far behind Patrick Mahomes in yardage, touchdowns. Um, team still got a better record. And then on the flip side, you look at the, the Philadelphia Eagles, the singular thing you'd point to. And I know um, – when we get to Frank here, he can substantiate this. Hertz has been the difference in Philadelphia. Yep, he absolutely has. And again, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, Everything that Philadelphia does goes through Hurts. Everything that, that happens in Kansas City certainly goes through Mahomes. Remember, Cincinnati still tries to run the ball. I know Joe Mixon's been out right now, but they are a physical team. They don't necessarily give him the opportunity. I know that sounds crazy to say with the wide receivers they have, but they played a little bit more conservatively. Jalen Hurts is doing everything, running, throwing, everything for Philadelphia. And Mahomes, we already know. So that's why at those shorter plus prices, there's still some value there. Let's get to our guy, Frank Schwab. Again, you can follow him on Twitter as I do at Yahoo Schwab. Does a great job, obviously, with Yahoo Sports. Frank, welcome back here. Every Tuesday, we get closer and closer to the finish line here in the regular season. What stood out from you from a wild week 13? It, it felt like in the AFC, even though the Bills had played on the Thursday, they were the biggest winner in the AFC. What about in the NFC? Who do you think won the most and maybe potentially lost the most in San Francisco with the injury to Jimmy G? Yeah, and I, I think winners in the NFC were the Cowboys and the Eagles because the 49ers just aren't the same team. I, I Look, we could tell ourselves a story where the 49ers still get on a run, but you're talking about Brock Purdy or Josh Johnson. I, it, it's just tough. It's 
yeah, I get it. Hostetler did it. Jim Plunkett did it. Nick Foles did it. Brady, Warner. There have been teams to win with their backup quarterback, but maybe not to the third string. I, this is this is asking a lot of the San Francisco 49ers. So I think the NFC, all of a sudden, the door is wide open for one of those NFC East teams to really get on a roll, probably meet in the NFC Championship game. It's going to be hard for the 49ers to, to do this. I, I want to add one thing real quick to the MVP debate we were having there. Josh Allen is interesting. He's 14 to one. And I know you just said, and I agree with you, long shots are bad right now, but we might wake up. Let's say Jalen Hurts loses the NFC East to the Dallas Cowboys. That's perfectly on the table. Let's say the Bills win out, get the number one seed over the Chiefs. We're going to look up and say, Josh Allen just set the record for most all uh, overall yards in a season in NFL history. The Bills went 14 to three, got the number one seed in the AFC. What's the argument against Josh Allen? And he's mm. 14 to one right now. I'm just saying it's possible. I I, I wouldn't look. The, I, I would, of course, take Patrick Mahomes right now. I don't really think Jalen Hurts is in the conversation. I don't think he should be. I think Mahomes has been the best player. Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. I've talked about the Eagles a lot on your show. I but I think Jalen Hurts is kind of the Stetson Bennett of this crowd. Where <laughs> Jalen Jalen Hurts is he's been great this year. All respect to him. He's with a great team and just picking the best player on the best team to win MVP is the laziest voting pattern we have. And I hate it. It, it, You can't just because you're a quarterback on a great team does not make you a great player. Whereas Patrick Mahomes is doing everything for the chiefs. But I will say Josh Allen right now, I think that if the bills get on this run that we all know they can get on, get the number one seed, which it's all in front of them. If they win their last five, which is a lot to ask, but 14 to one, all of a sudden might turn into four to one. Three to one, even money. I, I think Josh Allen could make that run still, and you're getting him at fourteen to one. Well, Congressman, you made some very good points. Now let me give you a couple of rebuttals. First of all, Ohio State <laughs> won a the national championship with a third string quarterback. I know it's college. I get it. By the way, the other thing that Frank didn't disclose to you, this is very important to the 49ers point. He grew up in Southern California. Okay, oh. there's a built-in bias here. I already can sense it. I already know it. Come on, give me a break here. No, I get your point on Jalen Hurts. I think it's a fair point. But I look at the numbers: twenty touchdowns, three INT, six hundred yards rushing. I think he's been a difference maker for this team. When I look at A.J. Brown in Tennessee, he was not the same receiver he's been with Jalen Hurts, and I point it to the improvement that we've seen. Devontae Smith is a top 25 receiver in terms of yardage, and to me, Frank, this is based on Jalen Hurts, but I, I get your point. Um, is it, I mean, I, make a little bit more of a case for Josh Allen for me because I think the turnovers have been kind of high. I know Buffalo's playing yeah. great football, but I look at the team and I say – Boy, I, I really like Bill Burr as their head coach. I like the talent that this team has. Bill Burr. He looks like Bill Burr. He does. It's, look, with, with Josh, and, and again, by the way, I want to make sure, I'm not really ripping Jalen Hurts here. I right. like Jalen Hurts a lot. I just think that that's the team around him is so good that he is not driving a bus like a Mahomes, like an Allen. Sure. You watch these Bills games, as I know you guys do every week. Josh Allen does everything for that True. team. And again, I'm trying to project here. I'm not trying to say, here's where we are right now, because obviously Josh Allen wouldn't get a single vote for MVP right now. But you could tell yourself a story where if this team wins out, all of a sudden we're going to have to reassess as we go and say, this guy did everything for this team. He's built up a lot of counting stats. You're going to have to ignore the interceptions. I get that. But <laughs> mm -hmm. let's say let's say the Bills finish ahead of the Chiefs or the number one seed. Then all of a sudden, what is Mahomes' argument in this? I get he's great. I love Patrick Mahomes. Right. He's the greatest player on the planet. But again, I think I made this comp comparison last week even that we all know that even though Nikola Jokic was winning MVPs the last couple of years, we all know Giannis is the greatest player on the planet. It's the same with Mahomes. Just because he hasn't won MVP since 2018, he's the greatest player on the planet. But that's not how voters think. They're going to get to the end of the season and say, well, the Bills are the number one seed. And Josh Allen has put up a record amount of yards, which he's on pace to do. He does everything for that offense. What's the argument of Mahomes over Allen? And then all of a sudden you're arguing the Allen point versus Hurts, where it's like, well, Hurts, yeah, he's surrounded by a great team. Maybe Josh Allen is too, but Josh Allen does more for that offense. I'm just saying a 14 to like, I wouldn't take Josh Allen three to one right now, but 14 to one, <laughs> I can tell myself a pretty good story where he's in the mix late. Another Wisconsin bias with that uh, Giannis thing. Hey, even though, even though I can be, he knows I completely agree with him. I, I love Giannis. I, I think he's the best player in the world without question. That's pretty smooth the way Frank <laughs> snuck that in there. Uh, you know, we were talking about this too, staying in the futures market here, Frank, earlier in the program. And by the way, I'm with you. I, I really do like the NFC East possibly to come out uh, of the, the conference there. When you look at the Offensive Player of the Year award, which is – it feels like a cop-out for non-MVP. We kind of assume that the MVP is the quarterback award. The Offensive Player of the Year will give it to somebody else that's not a quarterback. Could they do that and say, all right, if we give it to Josh Allen or we give it to Patrick Mahomes and the Eagles 
are the one seed coming out of the NFC. Do we have to give Jalen Hurts something? Does that make sense? Because I don't even really know the criteria for this award. It's it's tough because it, it for a few years there it became the non-quarterback award, right? Like we're just going to give it the Cooper Cup because we can't possibly Cooper Cup has one of the greatest seasons of all time in NFL history, but he's a receiver, so we can't vote him MVP. I don't know why that is, but it is. <laughs> so it's become the non-quarterback award, and it. But this is a year where you're going to have three guys if Allen gets back in the mix, but at least two with Mahomes and Hurts, where one might be a consolation award. I will say the one guy on that list that sticks out is Justin Jefferson because. I, I don't think any of us think the Vikings are legit, but they're ten and two. Like, what if they do finish fourteen and three? Whatever they're going to finish. Also, we have to start looking and say, why did they do that? Well, they had the best receiver on the planet. It's Justin Jefferson. He deserves this award. I, I think he, for the third favorite right there, could really get in the mix here if it does. If they, if voters again decide, hey, this is the non-quarterback award. Who's the best non-quarterback? Well, I can see Justin Jefferson being that guy. Frank, I need you. This is not a betting-related question. I need you to settle this debate we had earlier before you came on. Is anyone going to sign Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I th- guess it's the Rams, right? The Rams are are being tossed about here, and I guess I get that. But if you're the 40, people are like, "Oh, the 49ers going to get Baker Mayfield? Why? He's he's no good. <laughs> no. Like he, I would rather take my chances on Brock Purdy than Baker Mayfield. And I know that sounds crazy, and I know that, but. You don't know if Brock Purdy's any good. I know Baker Mayfield is not good. <laughs> Baker Mayfield needs an offseason. Baker Mayfield needs an offseason where he gets with a good coach, and it's just, let's completely fix this guy. He ain't joining midstream and being a good quarterback. I've seen enough of Baker Mayfield to know he's in that Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson tier of guys who are just killing your team. And Why would the 49ers sign up for that? I'm with you. It's 100% on that. Very quick, I know one GM that's not going to be signing him is John Robinson in Tennessee. Maybe a Ooh. shock today as he gets let go midseason when they've got a huge lead to win the division. Frank, I know you've got your ear to the grindstone of this league. It can't be as simple as A.J. Brown went off <laughs> against them in Philadelphia on Sunday, right? And John Robinson, you know, traded him away. And I look at it and I go, I heard A.J. Brown after the game, Frank, and he was almost – he was emotional about it. Like, I didn't want to leave Tennessee. We always say diva receivers right. asking – he didn't want to leave there. And he said he was jilted lover scenario when he was dealt to Philadelphia. Is it as simple as that? for the reason to make a change in the midseason when Tennessee is going to look like run away with this division? Right, and I, I think there's two answers there. And One is, it's not just that. Like, that, that'd be crazy. But two, I think that it's not coincidence either. Like, <laughs> hey, look, the Tennessee Titans completely misread the receiver market. They yes. were offering reportedly A.J. Brown less than $20 million a year. They didn't have any clue that the receiver market was going to get to $25, $30 million a year for a guy like A.J. Brown. So they basically didn't give him away, but they they took pennies on the dollar, I think, maybe quarters on the dollar. <laughs> and it just looks terrible when A.J. Brown is torching your team that doesn't have a lot of offense right now. Derrick Henry might be hitting the wall. The Titans, yeah, they lead that division, but it's a bad division. I think John Robinson's a really, really really good GM. I think he's a smart guy. I think he made a big mistake and he's made a few other mistakes along the way, but I think John Robinson will do just fine in his next job and it ain't going to take long for him to get one. But yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. Let's put it that way. The timing of what happened in Philadelphia on Sunday, not the greatest look for the Titans front office. Frank, we always enjoy the conversation, my friend. I appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. There he is, Frank Schwab. Everybody follow him on Twitter as I do at Yahoo Schwab. When we come back, let's talk a little NBA, NHL, and maybe sneak in some college hoops if we can. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. 
the Sports Betting Network. This edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Mal Shaw, they are rolling right now. Portugal, it rolls on. The machine doesn't stop. Switzerland is getting steamrolled. 56th minute, I look up, another goal for Portugal. Rafael had this one 4 0, just absolute <sighs> domination here. Beautiful shot, just roofed it. From about uh, 15 yards out against Jan Sommer, who's been just getting crushed here. You know, look, at this level, a lot of these goals, uh, he went down a little bit early on that one. It might have been one where he could have stopped. I've got a question for you, big picture now, as we kind of, Mm -hmm. we're we're going through the knockout, the first round of the knockout stage. Yep. Uh, We saw what Brazil did yesterday, Mm -hmm. right? We're seeing what Portugal is doing today. When you kind of handicap the remaining teams as we get to the Elite Eight and then Final Four and so on, are we looking at Portugal and saying, this is a legit, on kind of the outside looking in, a, a team making a real run here? Oh, so, real quickly, we're going to have Morocco playing Portugal, England, France. Uh, that, those are on Saturday. And then Croatia, Brazil, Netherlands, Argentina. For me, outside of Croatia and Morocco, I think the other six teams are all live to win it. Remember, they won the Euros in 2016, I believe it was. They won the European Championship in 2016. I know it's six years ago, but still, this is a team that's got talent. They've got experience at the international level. Um so I, I don't think you can discount them. And you get to this point with the talent that all these teams have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brazil Brazil is probably the most talented along with France, and I'd put England right up there, those three teams. And I think there's a little bit of separation between them as Switzerland gets a goal. Wow, 4-1. Yeah. By the way, you know what I love in soccer? Is when a team is down 4-1 and their guy scores a goal, they don't celebrate. That, right. They just run back. They just and run let's back. Go. Like, let's, let's go. We got to hurry up. We got to well, get that three. clock keeps rolling. That's it. It doesn't stop I, the I understand that, but, but it's the most <laughs> annoying thing in football when you're getting absolutely smashed and you're down 40 and the guy's like pointing first down. I'm like, backflip oh. celebration. So it's the anti Chase Claypool. If you remember that game against the Vikings last year, where you celebrating let me, let me, your first let me tell you. the clock's ticking. Well, let me tell okay. you, I would have gone. Sorry, go ahead, Cal. I was just going to say, it's Chase, Chase Claypool. He's not going to score that many uh, touchdowns. It was a first down. It was a first down. And it wasn't even a touchdown. Oh, and he's celebrating. And we're like, dude, you, you're you're behind. you got to score, dude. What are you I, doing? I would have gone, gone full Pat Hayden when he cut uh, Kiffin out the tarmac in Arizona. I would have said to Chase, you got to get your own way back. Yeah, and again, we don't care where you go. You're not coming back to Pittsburgh on our plane. That's why the, the Swiss get it. Chase Claypool didn't. Hopefully he's grown up from that situation. But, again, just run back to the pitch. Let's go get the ball down and move on. 59th minute right now. Switzerland on the board. 4-1 but, Portugal. By the way, speaking of celebrations, you know when you see something, what is with these defenses having to run to the other side uh, of the field? Big thing now. Well, I like what Cam Jordan and I forgot another player said on a podcast. They thought it was so dumb, but – the thing I want to ask is when you see some of these celebration dances, do people actually do these at home in front of the mirror? Because there's no way you are. If you actually were, you'd never do them publicly. They're that embarrassing. <laughs> well, the defenses do this because, remember, you the rule practice is, them somehow. That's What's right. that? They practice you this. you got to practice them that's somehow. Right. There's no right way ball. you could be practicing this. Oh, they are. They, they are oh, so they embarrassing. Are. You, I think it's just they something are. you create on the spot. No, 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 no. no, no. The these are choreographed. they, they got to get like eight guys yeah. around because I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the individual dance. I'm talking about the individual dance. Oh, okay. I, oh the individual. Right, because yeah. if you do something individually in the NFL, because they don't want you to have any identity, no personal identity. But if you and I want to do something together, that's legal. That but, makes no sense. So you can run down all 11 of you if you want and do the roll the ball, whatever you want to do. As Kelly said, you drop the grenade, everybody. You can do that, no flag. But if I choose to dance, flag. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But they want no individuality in the NFL. Well, what was the greatest of all time? I'm trying. It, was it, was the it the Randy the, Moss moon? Was it the Joe oh, It's a despicable act. I know. Because Jesus Christ. We got Captain she, Morality over there. Joe Buck Give me was a going break. nuts. Captain Nepotism telling everybody how it is. I'm, like, I'm old school. Like, the best one for me was Billy White Shoes Johnson. Oh, he was great. Like That was no. kind of the start of it for me. Like I loved watching his, his dance. He would do the you knees. Right, individual, I'll give you the two. Bring it. Individual Butch Johnson. Oh, Butch Johnson was the guns. And then the best team one was the Fun Bunch. Oh, we're going to have to have Rick Doc Walker back on soon. He was in the Fun Bunch. And as a kid, and I didn't know Doc then, obviously, because I was just a kid. For those that don't know what the Fun Bunch was, this is in the Joe Gibbs Super Bowl Art, Art era. Monk, Art Gary Monk, Clark. All those. They would run together in Texas Stadium and then all jump. Together, the fun bunch. And they would do this. They did this in D.C. as well. But when they did it in, in Dallas, 
Uh, a couple guys, Dennis Thurman was one of the guys, number 32 for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He got in the middle of them and started a fight, and I liked it. It reminded me of when T.O. ran to the great. start. Yeah. And you remember who laid him out? Roy I Williams, do. right? George T. Oh, oh, yeah, 31. 31, George Alabama. T. I tweeted him now like he's, he's earned my respect forever well, for good, laying out T.O. That's good because he didn't make any plays in the secondary. <laughs> that's, but that's what people remember him for. They remember George T. for laying out T.O. when he did the whole me thing at Texas Stadium right there in the middle of the star. I, you know, there's certain things I just think you should not do. The T.O. one is a perfect example. Uh, Baker Mayfield planting the planting flag. The flag. That's the thing now. Yeah, but kids yeah. do it. They plant the flag now. Listen, my thing is scoreboard at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like, you don't need to – You just like scoreboard. We beat you. Pour it's it up it. to the scoreboard. That's all you got to that, do. That's all you got to do. A couple NFL news and notes coming down. 49ers officially have signed Josh Johnson to a one-year deal. Boom. So that is through. And then shocking news here, I know, guys. The Cowboys have concerns that Odell Beckham Jr.'s ACL has not progressed enough to ensure he'll be able to play before mid-January. That, according to Ed Werder, I'm shocked by that. I, I thought ACLs just healed over. Yeah, right. In the Super Bowl, they got hurt people. Well, you know what? The guys have come back now. We're talking, what, 11 months now on that for yeah, him? It's no, been a that was, what, February, though? No, not yeah, February, so 10 months. Guys, yeah, have, yeah, guys, yeah, ten, guys yeah. have come back in nine months nowadays from the ACL. It's this not guy's been the going pl- on like a team tour, though. Like, yeah, no, he's uh, Patrick Mahomes being a free agent right I, now. I'm telling you right now, I am not signing OBJ. Well, I wouldn't. If he was 100%, it would still be a question. But he's clearly not 100%, right? It makes no sense for the Cowboys to do this if he can't help you this year. Because you really don't need the help next year. You're good. You're going to be getting back some of these guys that have been hurt at the wide receiver position like James Washington if he comes back. You really don't need to have an OBJ there. Now, he did do the, the team thing yesterday. They went to a Mavs game with a bunch of the guys. Look, everybody likes Odell Beckham Jr. That's great. But right now he's a glorified cheerleader. And if he can't really help you on the field, and Jerry Jones, I can't believe I'm going to say this, he's actually showing restraint. And not just well, signing him, which because, is what he would have done five years ago without question. Because it's not broken, no reason to fix it. By right. the way, one of my favorite photos that surfaced from the game last night was I saw Dirk Nowitzki with Mark Cuban and Chandler Parsons. And I'm going to tell you right Parsons, now, Florida. Two, two things about Chandler Parsons, if you're unaware, if you're not an NBA better. First of all, this guy stole more money than NBA, anybody oh, in the history okay. of the NBA. Yep. And nobody was a bigger absolute moron when it came to end-of-game situations. There's 45 seconds left. You're up by seven. The line's six and a half. He just got a shot clock violation, hand the ball to the referee. Hey, buddy, try and score. Get the nine or ten so I don't have to worry about getting backdoored. And, of course, you get backdoored because somebody would go full Jalen Rose and go in for a layup, and they let him have it, and then all of a sudden you lose by five. I'm telling you right now, Chandler Parsons was a bet killer. This guy single-handedly ruined more bets in the history of the NBA than anybody I've ever seen. Hey, Dave, you think uh, Maul got burnt once or twice by him? Personal. Actually, it only happened to me once, but I'd sit there and watch it, and I was like, this guy's an idiot. He's just an absolute idiot. He's the anti-Nick Saban. He didn't know the numbers. Speaking of the NBA, very quickly, <laughs> uh, let's get to some NBA action tonight. See if there's anything you like. Are the you know I saw JVT actually tweet this out the other mm-hmm. day. Like, are the Lakers good? Like, are we starting to look at the Lakers a moment? All of a sudden, going. Have they figured out? Look, Anthony Davis has been on a monster run, right? So that's what it takes kind of for the Lakers to be quote-unquote good. Now they're getting five and a half on the road against the Cavs. What do you make of the Lake show tonight? I lean towards the Lakers here. You mentioned AD finally playing at a level mm-hmm. he's capable of. You know, to me, this is a guy that should have been the best player in the world for the last several years. I think from a talent standpoint, as great as Giannis is, and I'm a huge fan of Giannis, AD has the talent. That should have put him in the conversation to be an all-timer. He just never put it together. I, I think he got too. He, I think he's too close to LeBron. Too yeah. much of a Cavalier attitude. If he had that Jordan, that's why Giannis is great. He stayed away from the riffraff. Steph's great, right? He stayed with his team. Yeah. They focused on what they needed to do in terms of being great. AD, if he can put it together, this guy's got the talent to be absolutely the best player in the world. Fifty-five last time out. I think the Lakers here are getting five and a half. They're eight and two in their last ten. They've won three in a row. Good road wins at Milwaukee and Washington. I expect LeBron to play well in Cleveland. Anytime he comes here, he does play fairly well. His shooting percentages haven't been great, but to me, to me, I think the Lakers here plus the five and a half. Yeah, it's a it's a pass for me tonight, Amal. But that would be the if I had to pick a side, it would be that one. Look, look out if you are looking to get into this game. Jared Allen questionable right now for the Cavs. Has missed a few games here in a row. Uh, it look it looks like. 
I, I think he's going to come back tonight, especially out of the way, way the market's been moving a little bit all day. Right now, officially listed as questionable, though that will be a big part. Uh, a big part to slowing down Anthony Davis will be Jared Allen. We're back in that lineup tonight. Let's get back to Chandler Parsons, his former team, the Mavericks. After that big win last night that they have, the Mavs now going to go on the road to take on the Nuggets. Now, again, you guys know I've got a season-long Hexabob bet against the Nuggets playing the under 52. Uh, this feels like a bad spot for the Mavs after a huge win last night against the Suns. Is it as simple as that, gentlemen? Well, I had this one circled for, from a couple days ago, Maul. Here's the problem, though. They didn't. They, that was such a blowout last night that Luka didn't have to sp- play as many mm. minutes as you would have hoped uh, before he heads into Denver here. I'm still leaning Denver side. It'll probably be something that I look to get, get in live on here tonight. I don't think I'm going to mess around with it pregame. Uh, but I've got my eye on that side tonight for sure. I agree with everything he just said. Yeah, let's go Mavs, but uh, let's see how long, if it starts to show itself in the second half there. When we come back, Tim Brando is going to join the program from Fox Sports Talk All Things National Championship in College Football. Come on back, it's Beeson Big Bets. Beeson's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on Beeson, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with Coors Life College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot of 5K in weekly prizes. Head to www.draftkings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on all the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. Must be at least 21 years of age. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all the details and please, by all means, Drink responsibly. We asked you to hit us up on Twitter. We've gotten hitting up on Twitter. I'm all get a good question here from uh, at G underscore M underscore 1971. What about the value now in the offensive rookie of the year market? I mentioned earlier in the show that Kenneth Walker, the third, who's been the favorite for this award, did get dinged up last week uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Don't know his status going forward. But now you look at Christian Watson who's got, I believe, eight touchdowns all of a sudden in the blink of an eye for the Packers. And then I just got a tweet from uh, Sean Green, who love having uh, talking to Sean as well, and, and he asked, what about Kenny Pickett at 25-1? to 1? Remember this. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. They've won two in a row. They're two games under 500. This is not a playoff team in the AFC. But what if Kenny Pickett gets on a run? And by the way, they're favored this week to win – as well to get a third win in a row. Could could Pickett be live at 25 to 1? Is he too far back? First of all, I apologize. I didn't catch the person's name who mentioned Kenny Pickett. Sean Green. Great, great call there at 25 to 1. Because if you look at the remainder of the schedule, they have the Ravens this week. They're a favorite at home without Lamar Jackson, who's expected to be out for this team. Tyler Huntley under center. He wasn't statistically that bad. I think he was 27 for 32 in that game mm-hmm. last weekend. Um at the Panthers, very winnable game for Pittsburgh because the defense is still very solid. Raiders at home on a Saturday before Christmas. I think they could win that game as well. At the Ravens on January 1st will be tough. And then uh, the Browns to close out, who neither team will have a ton to play for. If this team winds up at 9-8. and eight, Could you imagine? I think Kenny Pickett's got a great shot. They've won three out of four games here, looking back on it. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett has done a really nice job. So I think he's a guy you'd have to consider. Yeah, I, I really do. I didn't think that he'd be live in this market, but all of a sudden, objects in the rear view may be closer than they appear. And we'll come back to the other guys in just a minute here. Okay, but let's get to Tim Brando right now, who is kind enough to join us now. Of course, you know Tim Brando. Who doesn't? Uh, you can uh, watch and listen at Fox Sports. Follow him on Twitter, at Tim Brando. Tim, let's get right to it here with, with the College Football National Championship. We're down to the Final Four. Very quickly, very simply, did the committee get it right in your eyes? Yeah. And for the first time in maybe the entire, uh, since 2014, I, I thought they got it wrong every other year. Uh, bias for brand names has always existed. I think they got rid of that this year because in past years, Alabama would have been punched in over TCU because of their pure playoff privilege. Uh, that went away, and I think in large measure it went away because the committee was uh, made aware that they are going to go to 12 teams in 2024-25, which is just uh, two seasons from now. And that commitment to going to 12, I think, entered into the mindset of this current committee. I, I really believe that. Um, the, uh, the general populace uh, in the sports mainstream, which believes that 
uh, Alabama and Ohio State should be there every year, or that Clemson or Georgia should be there every year, has always been a problem. Uh, and the, the committee, which I believe's credibility had been hammered in recent years, finally did what they should have done a long time ago, and that is to look at the individual body of work of these teams this year, okay, not what their television ratings are, not uh, how many championships they've won in the last decade, uh, and not how much brand name is associated with their success, and they put the right teams in. And uh, in the future, this is all going to be about competition as opposed to selection, but in no way, shape, fashion, or form should TCU have been dropped based on being a half yard away and not getting into the end zone in overtime against a really strong Kansas State team. Alabama sat home and did nothing. They also lost two games, and I don't care if they lost on the final plays of the game on the road. If that's all you've got and your biggest wins are against four-loss teams, Texas, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, you have no business being in the Final Four of the college football playoff. All these teams will have their chances when we get to 12 and and 16, which I think is optimum. It's not going to be that far away either once we get to 2024 and 25. But, uh, yeah, I was – I was happily, uh, I was happily shocked <laughs> that uh, TCU did not drop. I thought for sure they would, and I'm really glad that they did. Yeah, I thought the uh, Big 12 would have to boycott the playoffs the next two years if TCU didn't make it this year. But I, I, I love the points you made in terms of the brand name and the ratings and other things that have played into it in the past. Tim, I want to ask you specifically mm-hmm. about the Georgia-Ohio State game. A lot of people writing off Ohio State. I think we saw a similar fashion. We saw a number like this when they played Alabama in 2014. They beat them with a third-string quarterback. Um, if you look yeah. at the Michigan game, everyone points to the 22-point differential, but it was an eight-point game in the fourth quarter with about seven minutes to go. I think this team is capable, but can they get the defense fixed? I, to me, it looks like it's almost like they have no clue at times what they're doing defensively. Well, let me tell you something. They hired a great defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, who won the Broyles a couple of years ago, well, a little over a year ago at Oklahoma State with, uh, with Mike Gundy, transformed that program in just one season. Uh, Knowles' defense is a high-risk defense with reward. But you have got to be able, he positions the players properly, but you have got to play that position uh, with strength and with uh, brawn. And they did not. They got pushed around physically by Michigan, and ultimately in the fourth quarter they caved. But there are going to be times when he brings pressure, and that leaves for man-to-man coverage, and J.J. McCarthy made plays. You know, they, they basically were saying to J.J. McCarthy, we don't believe that you can make plays once we take away the run. And McCarthy hit it big in man coverage. And uh, that's the reason Michigan ran away with that game. I agree with you, though. Ohio State is a team particularly against one like Georgia that has the personnel uh, to get the job done. And I know what uh, – is it Smith and Jigma that just mentioned he's yeah. not going to play or right. one of the receivers? Yeah. yeah, he's not been there for most of the year anyway. You know, I had Ohio State, and, and he was available, but Harrison wasn't uh, very early in the season at the shoe. Ohio State's got the most personnel, but they've also had the most injuries, and very rarely have they had everybody there. Uh, Mayan's been unable to go. Uh, Travion Henderson's been unable to go. Uh, they've been down to their third back from time to time. And it has put some pressure on C.J. Stroud because he didn't know how much he was going to have in his, in his weaponry available to him. I think for them to get back in, I, I liken it a little bit to having a few weeks off and getting players healthy uh, back during the old BCS days when, when LSU lost two games and still won a national championship uh, because they got guys like Glenn Dorsey back you know, from their, for their defense, and they wound up handling Ohio State uh, years ago. I think that Ohio State is the team that has the best chance of beating Georgia in this, in this playoff. Um, I, I think that Georgia's got some big play capability on offense, and their defense has been really, really good, but not as good uh, as they were a year ago. So if Ohio State's explosives, plays of over 15 yards rushing, over 20 yards passing, if they are what they could be, then the Buckeyes have a great chance of shocking the world and, and beating Georgia. And I will also say that TCU is built uh, to upset Michigan. In a lot of ways they are. Um, 
they're disrespected. Most people think they don't have the talent. I'm going to tell you their injured wide receiver, uh, Johnson, is the best wide receiver in the country. He would have been the Bolitnikoff winner if not for being hurt midseason and not getting enough reps and catches. But he has a big play waiting to happen all the time. Um, the, the Horn Frogs are just – this is not some, oh, by the way, party crasher that used to be in the Mountain West that's now in the playoffs, but for feel good reasons. They're, they're legit, and their defense is not bad either. Only well, got about a minute to go here, Tim. Uh, of course, we're talking with Tim Brando from Fox Sports. So give me your national champion right now, Tim. How do you see it? Does chalk prevail? Do we get Georgia and Michigan, or do you really think some of these teams, Ohio State or TCU, are going to upset the apple cart? Well, either one could happen. That's what I love about it. I think, you know, college football has had more parity in recent years, but it didn't show up in the playoffs because we got the same brand names. Now we've got programs from uh, diverse conferences. Yeah, we do have two out of one league, that being Michigan and Ohio State, but those two have a familiarity with one another. But TCU is a team that Michigan's not familiar with. And look at the numbers Purdue had last, last week. Aiden O'Connell threw some picks in the red zone. Otherwise, that game might have been close. I'm going to take TCU in an upset of Michigan. Woo-hoo. And I think, Georgia will, I think Georgia will be able to save off Ohio State in large measure because Ohio State has had these injuries and, and have lacked consistency. I don't, I don't think the defense is going to be the problem for Ohio State. I think the offense will be because they're just they're too banged up in too many places, in my view. And Georgia's offense is, listen, they're outstanding, too. they got a pretty good QB that's going to be in New York this week. How about that? Tim Brando going with Georgia TCU National Championship. Hey, uh, Tim, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the games, and we'll catch up with you again soon. You bet. Anytime, Bob. Thank you. There he is, Tim Brando from Fox Sports. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And, uh, by the way, we'll update you on the World Cup as well. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, You don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers online sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up those cleats. The World Cup's in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. It is not a whole new match for Switzerland. Five to one. Right now, Portugal, as we approach, we are now in the 87th minute. So it's all but over here. Are you su- not surprised by the result, but maybe surprised by out there. <laughs> how easily this is this has happened for Portugal? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the once the second goal came, I think it became very difficult for uh, Switzerland. You you become much more offensive. You have no choice at that point in time. And Kelly's laughing because they uh, put in uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. No, they I, did not. Yeah, I no. was surprised that they did. You're playing I him in garbage time. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by that. This reminds me of like high school football right Whoa. now, where it's like. Bidlin, you're screwing around out there too, too much. Take another lap. I'm like, oh, come on, man. What the heck? What am I being punished for? So if you're Ronaldo, I mean, you don't have a choice. You got to go in. Yeah. Coach says go in, you go in. Yep, well, I, right? guess, I guess he could just sit there. Things would get real ugly then. R- Ronaldo, wow. I'm trying to see when Ronaldo came in in the 73rd min- minute. 
So, message received? We'll see. Message we, delivered? Message yeah. delivered? <laughs> 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 it message might be a return delivered. to sender, but that yeah. message has been delivered. Absolutely. That is for sure. No question about it. Wow. So, we'll keep an eye there. But again, Portugal uh, going to move on. Let's give our pro tip out for hour number two. We're getting a lot of questions on Twitter. Again, thanks for hitting us up. We appreciate the input. Uh, about, say, the rookie of the year market. And you have to look at injuries this time of year because they are going to play a factor into it. So even though Kenneth Walker the third right now is the favorite, the betting favorite, it could get affected if he misses a game or more. I mean, this happens kind of out of sight, out of mind all of a sudden. So you saw him. He tweaked that, that left foot uh, last week in that win against the Rams. Don't know if he's going to be available here this week or in the coming weeks. So even though he's a small favorite, might not be the best price tag to get there. Christian Watson's, uh, you know, making a move here in the market. Maybe we talked a little bit about Kenny Pickett at 25 to one, but you got to really look at injuries at, at, at the short favorite right now, like a guy like Kenneth Walker, the third, because it might not make the most sense if he can't go in the coming weeks. Yeah, I would agree with everything you just said there. And Walker, to me, is interesting. He's got uh, he's averaging about 59 yards per game. The injury with the ankle is a concern there. You've got San Francisco and you, you've got them coming up Man. in Kansas City. Let's see how effective he is. I don't like Christian Watson. I, I don't think he's a guy, just because he's got a few touchdowns, he's got appreciably less yardage than Garrett Wilson. Yeah. I think yeah. Garrett Wilson's a guy you have to pay attention to, especially being in New York. Jets look like they're going to make the playoffs. They've got a big game coming up against the Buffalo Bills. They've been in their games. I mean, they easily, instead of sitting at 7-5, and five, could be 10-2. and two. Well, I mean, just play here or there. I love the tweet we got about Kenny Pickett. I think it makes a lot of sense because this That's is – I agree. It would not be, it would not be a bet, bet for me yet, but if I, get, if I hear where Kenneth Walker's missing this week, you get 25-1 to 1 on Kenny Pickett, I think it's a bet because just what you guys are talking about right now, think about what's at the top. It's two running backs and it's two wide receivers, and you could make arguments either way on each one. All it's going to end up doing is stealing votes away basically from one guy or the other. No doubt. And there's only one quarterback who's played basically, basically the whole season, basically the whole season for one team in the NFL this year as a rookie, as Kenny Pickett. I, I agree with you there. I, I think, though, Wilson is having an impact for his team. Alave's team is not doing anything, so I wouldn't take him. Isaiah Pacheco, kind of similar situation. I'll tell you the guy that I really like is having a great year, but unfortunately missed several games, Brian Robinson Jr. for mm -hmm. Washington. He has been tremendous so far this year. Um, he's a guy that, unfortunately, I, I just don't think they'll get there from a team performance standpoint. But what he's been able to do has really been tremendous. When you look at his numbers throughout the course of the season right now, Dave, he's sitting at uh, 563 yards. He's right there in comparison to um, – uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker. No doubt. And yeah, again, you know who's top 10 is Damian Pierce right. in the NFL. I mean, he is ninth in the NFL in rushing yards on the worst team in the NFL. That's going to hold him But back. he's played more games. He started more games than these other two. This, this is my point, though, right? You start talking about these running backs, and you can kind of make a case for who should be at the top, who should be at the – there's only one quarterback that you can make a case for. And that's why Kenny Pickett at 25-1, to 1, that does stick out like a sore thumb. And, again, with the Steelers now starting to win – Winners of two in a row, favored over the Ravens. If somehow Mike Tomlin can get a rookie quarterback to do basically what they did last year with Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback, feels like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. When Ben got him to the postseason. They're not going to get to the postseason. But they were 9-8, and eight, I believe, last year when they got into the postseason. They might be able to get to 9-8 and eight again. Would be remarkable. But look at the schedule. It's favorable. Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens again, possibly again without Lamar Jackson, and Browns, it's very doable all of a sudden to look at the Steelers, and if they get over 500 with a rookie quarterback and all those other guys, to Kelly's point, kind of cancel each other out, man, it might be hard at 25-1 to 1 right now to not take a flyer on well, a guy like Kenny Pickett. Like I said earlier, I think it's a great bet because you've got a guy at 25-1. to 1. I'm looking Watson and a lot, excuse me, uh, Wilson, their numbers. Watson's got seven touchdowns, been coming on late. Uh, he's got seven touchdowns the last four games, 26 catches. However, Garrett Wilson was getting passes from Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, does that not play into it at all? I mean, to me, that's a bit it of should. a factor. As it, Portugal scores again, yeah. six to one. <laughs> they just did the gritty. They did the gritty. The keeper didn't even try either. It was one of those, like, guys. Nah, <laughs> Jan Summer's just taking a beat and getting ready for Bundesliga play back in uh, – Late December here. Six to one, they're pouring it on in stoppage time right now, so we'll keep an eye there. But, but again, this this market for, for rookie of the year here, uh, just to, to wrap up, obviously, our pro tip for hour number two, you do need to be mindful of opportunity and of injury. And right now, of injury for Kenneth Walker the third 
as the short favorite probably would not be the way that we're advising you to go. That is the pro tip for hour number two. Again, you have access to them as VEASAN Pro subscribers, up to 20 a day here across the network. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. Go to VEASAN.com. But again, the opportunity is going to be there for Kenny Pickett, who's right now 25-1 to 1 in the marketplace with a weak schedule coming up down the road, two against the Ravens. Good defense, but again, no Lamar Jackson. Those might be winnable games. And all of a sudden, people look at it on these voted-on media-driven awards and go, wow, you went 9-8 and eight with Kenny Pickett? Uh, that might be good enough to get Rookie of the Year. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Pickett's a great long shot. My official pick is going to be Garrett Wilson. I'm looking at their schedule. Okay. Seahawks got to play the uh, Panthers this week, and if you're Walker and you miss that game, that's disappointing. But they've got a solid defense, so yep. we'll see how effective he is. Thursday night game against the 49ers. At the Chiefs, then you've got the Jets at home, and then versus the Rams. We'll see. But Garrett Wilson, the Jets are playing in, in important games. They're playing at Buffalo. If he puts on puts up some numbers there, because he's already had three 100-yard games, two games he's had uh, a 95 and 92. The Lions, you should be able to dis, just absolutely move through like Swiss cheese. The Jaguars at the Seahawks, who you can throw the ball on, and then against the Dolphins in what could be a crucial game in terms of playoffs. I think it's going to be Garrett Wilson because he's playing in more important games. I think what's going to hurt Pickett a little bit, and I like the long shot on him, is that Pittsburgh is not playing in as, as many crucial games. No, they're not meaningful because this right. is a non-playoff team. I want to say something else, and I'm glad you brought up the Jets here. And this is something Femi and Bebefe and I go back and forth on. And what is and what should be are two different things. For the defensive rookie of the year, yeah, they are trying to give this thing, and I say they, it's the New York media, to Sauce Gardner, right? And I, he's, the, he's the short favorite right now to win this award. But if you look at what Tariq Woolen's doing for Seattle – Right, he probably should get the award, but I'm not, this is like the creepy whisper of Joe Biden thing. But like he's plus four fifty, but you know he plays in Seattle, sleepless in Seattle. Sauce Gardner, great nickname, right? Nobody even calls him Ahmad; they just call him Sauce. He's in New York. They're probably a playoff team. So is Seattle, by the way. He's five. He's minus five dollars. Woman is plus four fifty. Look at the numbers, kids. Femi's right. It should be Woolen. But you know what? What is and what should be are two different things. And uh, this is why Gardner's an overwhelming favorite because he plays in New York. That's going to help Garrett Wilson, and it's probably really going to help Sauce Gardner. Quick question. Where did Femi grow up? <laughs> Seattle. Okay, just checking. Um, but, but he makes a point. He's got a real point on this one that what is, it should be one. What, sh- what will be is probably Sauce Gardner. I, go ahead. It's two, it's two different it's two different things, right? You've got the it's the accounting stats. So if you want to look at that, then sure, it's clearly that. If you want to go to the deeper dive analytical stuff, where it's pro football focused, I know has had him as one of the highest graded corners in the NFL, yep. much less as a rookie in Sauce Gardner. I'm talking. So it's 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 those two things, Dave. Where it's going to be is going to be the question of wins that who wins out in the end with the voters. Do they decide to go with that or do they decide to go with the accounting stats where he is in the running, Woolen is in the running to end up with the most interceptions in the league? It, it feels like, you know, Diggs last year in Dallas, and he wasn't a rookie last year because he got hurt his rookie year, so he wasn't eligible for the award. But it was almost like, well, we're going to throw at you because we don't think you're that good. So you get a lot of opportunities. I'm not saying that's the case with Woolen, but it does feel like Sauce Gardner, they're going to go, well, we're not going to test Sauce. He's not going to get the opportunities that State Wollen has to get those INTs. Because right now, it does look, you look up every week, and it feels like Tariq Wollen is making a big play for that Seattle defense. Uh, by the way, fantastic conversations. Uh, as always, I want to thank Frank Schwab and Tim Brando for joining us as well. I know that the uh, the crew, final countdown, getting ready to come in and take over for us and all. Uh, great job, as always. Kelly Bidwin behind the glass, as always. Don't go anywhere. Final countdown next, right here on Vista the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.